0: My is 4 o'clock on a beautiful, beautiful Monday afternoon. And Lori and Julia are bringing you into this wonderful week here. We've got a great hour, so sit back and enjoy the Lori and Julia show. Oh, my gosh. So this is kind
1: of, you know, inside gossip baseball, but um, it is it is making the news because um, Nikki Fink is a woman who was, she was a gossip columnist, but she sold... She had a she started something called Deadline Hollywood that became deadline.com and she sold it for 5 million dollars um like 2009
2: or yeah, something yeah
1: 2009 oh, wow, or whatever it. but she she you and I have known who she is because she's been known in the, the business circles kind of since the 80s yeah. and she was um but I I remember like you know I I Heard other gossip columnists like not liking her, and she went after Roger Friedman at Showbiz Four One One, and she's gone after a ton of a people. ton of people. Tanya Hart, you know, who told us about her. But anyway, she she died at the age of sixty eight, yep. and and um, Roger called her a self styled gunslinger gossip columnist, and he said she's dead at sixty eight. I'm sorry, she suffered, but she made a lot of other. People suffered during her reign of terror as Hollywood's self-styled gunslinger of gossip. She had few friends, maybe none. This is Roger Friedman writing Oh, yeah. It was impossible to be friendly with her. Before creating Deadline.com, Nikki held a few positions starting at LA Weekly. She wrote a few articles for me at Fame Magazine in the late 80s. I remember that magazine. I, mean, I totally remember that. Oh, my God, yep. Julia. But mostly she didn't turn in her articles. It was weird. One time I stood in front of a fax machine <laughs> while she told me over the phone that she was sending me the article right now. <laughs> Nothing ever came. She found a home for a while with Peter Kaplan at the Real New York Observer, mm-hmm. which is where Candace Bushnell wrote mm-hmm. her Sex in the City column. And Rex Reed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Peter somehow had... Patience for her character assassinations until he didn't. Then she went to the New York Post for a bit, Mm -hmm. where she wrote nasty things about me and many others. Mm -hmm. She was dedicated to destroying careers. It wasn't about revealing the truth, it was about making people unhappy. That Mm -hmm. was it. No one knows much about her. She kept it a mystery. Maybe she was married. She said she was a debutante. This is unlikely, he writes. For a long time, she lived in. Studio City, which is where Jay Penske found her. And I think he's is Penske auto Isn't racing. Y- yeah. Okay, yes. So, yes. oil. Yes. yes. Well Penske okay.
0: Oil, yeah. Yep.
1: So he paid her five million dollars to get deadline.com and keep her and keep her on. And she took it. But she didn't comprehend that if she left, she could start a new site or anything. And when Penske couldn't take the hourly complaints, hourly complaints mm-hmm. about her. They ended the relationship, and then after causing so much grief, she just drifted away, moved to Florida, and Hollywood didn't notice.
2: Yeah, basically another guy who writes... And there's
1: only one photo of her, and that's the one that's being used right. everywhere today. It's, it's just wild, this, this story. Is
2: another. This is another writer who now writes for The Inkler, um,
1: and he said... Uh, she was just this horrible, horrible person. This she, sounds like a Ryan Murphy when enough time has gone by. Like, I feel
2: like this. She had a megaphone and people enabled it and elevated and created a monster in its own image. Yeah, I'd argue that no other real industry would ever have given such a person oxygen.
1: Right. I mean, people hated her. And Roger said, uh, "Don't fall for Yahoo News or anybody else calling her pioneering." Yeah, because she wasn't a guy a gossip pioneer in the way Liz Smith, yeah, or, or anybody. So Cindy
2: Adams or but, Rona
1: Barrett would have been. Yeah, uh, Roger goes on to say she was a David to their Goliath, and. Uh, maybe did, nikki didn't watch the sweet smell of success carefully carefully enough you actually don't want to be jj hunsecker that all went over my head Same, i don't totally, know what that I means i don't have any idea that was like whew. yeah it was like another language mm-hmm. we we need someone to interpret the sweet and smell But she's of, dead yeah she died and it uh, doesn't seem like people cared no the only thing i read was that people who worked below the line on movies loved when she was one of the first people who um, did out loud um, snarking during award shows. That was something deadline- did i think or she okay. started that that was her thing where okay. you were just snarking
2: and below the line means not in behind the camera behind uh, the, camera, the camera wardrobe yeah. cosmetic yeah, you're everything you're just not the stars or the writer or the director yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: so they they loved it but anyway it, yeah i thought um it'd be interesting to just be at the you know polo lounge and just uh, eavesdropping and what people are really saying about nikki
2: he hated everyone
1: oh. yeah and everyone it seems so, they're like, yeah, wow. And all her fellow um, newspaper and media people have nothing good to say. She threatened about it. to
2: fire people hourly. Yeah. Mostly to low ranking employees. Mm-hmm. She messed everything up. Her legacy has a lot to do with why I started writing on my own. Well,
1: I think that she gets, uh, wow. She, she would so intimidate people that they would just make up stories to give her and then she'd run with it. You know? Yep. And, uh, like, God, listen to this crazy... I mean,
2: these are... This is this is vitriol hate. Yeah. I mean, people just really couldn't stand this woman. No.
1: No, I know. I'm dying to call somebody in Hollywood I about mean...
0: it. Can you imagine this just running around the office? Oh,
1: good, good. for you. Right. <laughs> That's yes.
0: the toxic, like, just... Oh, man.
1: Right. So, not... Not... Uh, yeah. And um, she... You know, but some, you know, some people liked her, but it sounds like she was very fast and loose with what was true and what was not true. Right. And, you know, I don't know. Now, I'd, no I would really, really, really need, I really need, I need Ryan Murphy to yeah. do the No, no one really thinking. liked her. Yeah, no one liked nope. her. And, and then you just wonder if maybe she had like a family, like a niece who realized no one liked her and maybe... She could inherit some money when Aunt Nikki goes. Exactly. You know, isn't that terrible? <laughs> no, But I hope she had, like, one family person because, like, you can't count on your, you know, you needs someone. Friends.
2: No, you need someone at the end. You do need someone. I know. There's a lot of appointments.
1: Yeah. hmm
2: <laughs> Oh, my gosh. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got random randomness.
0: Julia's random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, we're celebrating a lot today, people. National um, Indigenous People Day, Columbus Day, World's Mental Health Day, and Hug a Drummer Day. You decide. Hug Drummer Day. Lots and lots of options. Lots of options. Um, not. I haven't heard that this happened here, but you know how people get drunk at weddings? And get in arguments apparently. Uh-huh. Well, a husband and wife got married in Scranton, Pennsylvania, and they were on a big, nice golf course. It was a whole set of golf course. Uh-huh. And they got into an argument. The wife started walking out into the onto the golf course in a huff. Um the husband oh. decided <laughs> to follow her in a car.
0: Oh god. And
1: over.
2: In a car on no, the golf course. Yeah, no, that's not cool. Yeah. He Not drove cool. his sedan across the eighteenth fairway along the cart path, but at some point he left the path and drove straight into the creek at the seventeenth
0: grade. Oh, good. I would have thrown mm-hmm. him out immediately.
2: Mm-hmm. Did he run over his bride? No. Oh. He just went into a pond. Oh. you know, as they have among golf carts. Yeah. This so, is like th- such a
1: bad start to a marriage.
2: There yeah. this isn't the couple, this is guests.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, this they, don't, they lock up the golf cart for a reason because mm-hmm. guests get drunk. And so this guy decided, yes. well, I can't find a golf cart. So the next best thing is let's I'm just drive gonna, my car. I'm oh, just
1: going to get
2: word. into my car. I mean, can what you imagine? Idiot. Yeah. No. Way to make a scene. I'd
1: throw
0: them out of Way
1: to make a scene. Really? I mean, my, I mean, it's, you know, table dancing is, uh, you know, my typical wedding claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> have you been, driving doing, a have golf you been doing that oh, lately? Oh, no, but I mean, just there's been a couple epic family. Weddings that, um, yeah, table dancing, uh, epically done by my, me and my uh, sister who dances like Elaine. Oh, but gosh. she's but she's got you know beautiful boobs and so she does, and always she a does. lot of cleavage. So it doesn't no yeah. one really cares? No one notices <laughs> that her hips she's not moving in in any kind of rhythm, you know, because you're getting a nice flash. Yeah, that's nice. you are getting a nice flash. Yeah. Okay, there's a couple couple food updates.
2: Now, this one just sounds interesting. Kellogg, for the holidays this year, is debuting a new Elf on the Shelf cereal. Mm -hmm. And it's called um, North Pole Snow Cream Cereal. It'll be exclusively at Walmart. It's a long name.
1: It's too long. Why don't they just call it Elf on the Shelf Elf on the the Shelf
2: Shelf North Pole Snow Cream Cereal mixes frosted star pieces with mini marshmallows. But it has a special slow... Sounds like it would be good in hot chocolate. It does. Slow-release flavor ingredient that will make you feel like you just took a bite out of a fresh-made snowball. It's joining... They're Elf on the Shelf Hot Cocoa cereal and Elf on the Shelf. Sugar Somebody syrup.
1: was smoking pot when they came up with that
0: description because
2: <laughs> that, that is complete
1: nonsense.
0: I want a mensch on a bench cereal. Come on, there yeah. you go, there
2: you go. Oh. But you just took a bite out of a Fresh Made snowball.
1: Now I think
0: I, I mean I, I always, don't really
1: think of snowballs of having any flavor whatsoever Marsh. or S-tasting tasting cold. good. Yeah, or tasting good or
2: tasting good. Yeah, oh.
1: I mean they lost me at the. I would agree. Yeah. That's- <laughs> Bad. Bad. I agree. I'm not into that
2: one. Um, another new food is White Castle. The copywriters <laughs> waste. I think this sounds good. Well, you know, it. there's pizza bites, oh, White okay. Castle bites. Oh yeah, it's a, their signature slider. Is this the same as a pizza roll? Pretty much, but okay. it's but it's with um the White Castle taste, which is a unique very, flavor. That's with true.
0: Very distinct with
2: voice. the hamburger and the onions.
0: It's the onions mm. that'll get you.
2: It's 100% real beef and onions all all wrapped in a crispy golden crust. I,
1: I used to go to that White Castle on Lake Street. Oh yeah, on oh, the old one, that looked, that, looked one. Like the yeah. that looked like the castle. That looked like the castle because oh, yeah. it was open till like you know three a.m. Well, There's the, always
0: the late night open. Yeah, that was,
1: was is that why I found myself there some
0: uh, days pretty on much the way like, home? Yeah. Pretty much.
1: That was when I had a rock, I had an iron stomach. You that is gonna, switched. That you need been, that
0: for White Castle. I, yeah, I know, but
1: I mean that is the that is the one thing I will say about uh, be getting older is that for me. My my stomach has betrayed my age time and
2: time again. <laughs> it does, and I have the heartburn. Uh, yes, yeah,
1: some people. What's yep, worse? I, I mean, don't know. I don't know either. But uh, let's just say I'm careful and I'm prepared.
2: <laughs> <laughs> always, 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 always.
1: Um, there is oh a there is a new term that's terrible. When the first thing you pack for Vegas is, is your um, your all your antacids, <laughs> no. your Alka Seltzer, your aspirin. Because last time we were there, you had the traumatic experience. Oh, Julia, I've got multiple had, hand wipes uh, for this was, one. Yeah, no, that was traumatic. You. Traumatic. It was a traumatic. Traumatically funny though. Now in retrospect. Big very time. very funny because Julia, we consumed so much alcohol and carbs and sugar and sweet. <laughs> we really did. I mean, we made we such a jostling combination of <laughs> all did. of our rich favorite things. We really did. Sounds it, like a great time. Yeah, but, oh, God. He ran it. into a dirty machine at the MGM. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did. Back to this. Oh,
2: gosh. Oh. A friend of mine is having a CBD massage this <laughs> afternoon. Has anyone had that yet?
0: I use CBD oils, like like menthol oils on my muscles all the time, mm-hmm. yeah. But
2: to go and have a massage?
0: I mean, I massage it into, yes. Sure. I've done it myself to Lily or Lily and I, but never had a professional CBD massage, but I can see yeah, how it would be I nice. I mean, a
1: Skin-to-skin skin contact. It's probably the way CBD was meant to, to be, be done. Yeah. yeah. So I'll I'll let you know how the that The Native goes. people, like, probably, they are, have already known all of this you're right, and you're right. everything. You're oh, right. I love it. You're right. Okay, Sounds so dope. there's a new
2: word. Yeah. Deep work. What? Deep work. What? Deep work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like what we're doing and right now. it's not sexual work. <laughs> okay. Okay. So they have this tips for pursuing your passion while you're at your nine to five job. Oh, okay, I okay. did
0: that to get to here. So what is it? Let's okay, see it. so
2: here's some scheduled deep work. Identify and commit to a time of the day dedicated to working on.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all
0: of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Your passion. Mm. That's called deep work. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Did you prioritize your self-care grant? No. Because you won't be able to pursue your passion. Or work your job if you are not mentally and physically okay. And then follow your curiosity. I yeah. just love this. You but know, when you're
0: trying to work a nine-to-five and pursue another career, it's pretty hard to focus on yourself when you're working two jobs at the right. same time. It's not That's that That's why easy. you
1: have to have a very good, one good thing Meeting. to do every day. You have to have one goal and you have to achieve that goal. And it needs to be a high hitter. Every once in a while, you can throw a grounder to yourself, you know, to give yeah. yourself a little break. But you just hold yourself to it. Good call. That's what I Just think.
0: make a small, an easy list to check. Uh,
2: out.
1: Yeah, an easy list. But then, yeah, don't forget to chill out. You
2: don't want to know what my ongoing one has begun. But what is it? I'm not going to tell you. Oh, all you got to tell us. No, because it has nothing to do with work. It has to uh-huh. do with personal stupid life. Okay. It's well, that's stu- all right. no, no. It's all right. a dumb thing. Okay. But it's it's it's. If trivial. you say so, I, <laughs> and you know I will, because I'll tell you during the break. You're like ah that. <laughs> you will agree, and you'll be Julia. I'm so glad you didn't say that out loud. <laughs> well, now you're, everyone no. wants to know. No, no. That is. No, Because deep, deep work could be simple things in life like, that are deep. I'm not telling you, but okay. Michael J. Fox's mom did not want him to make the Back to I the Future movie it. because when he was 23 years just old, she today? just died two weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay.
2: When he was working on Family Ties, oh. he had to work on Back to the Future at night. Right. Mm-hmm. So he'd work during the day on right. Family Ties and then go at night to do yeah, that. Yeah, he
1: went from TV to movie star overnight. Remember yeah. Doc
2: Hollywood? Mm-hmm. When he just showed up in his Porsche yeah. in a little town in yeah. Tennessee? Oh, I
1: loved... Yeah, you know what? I and then love him. Oh, loved him. Oh, and adored. then I remember the first time I had the realization that he's like 5'2". Oh, yeah. And but I didn't movie? even care. You, it doesn't matter. I didn't I didn't care. I thought, I've always wanted a man spinner. That's what i thought <laughs> <laughs> and oh. lo and behold. yeah you know i mean that that worked for me you know oh that has never come into my
0: vocabulary on the other end and, you know, I, yeah, I put on some high
1: heels and, and, bam. and do some deep work bam yeah Ooh, wow, everybody's great. the right height
2: mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. is the right height <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh well anyway he that grant i mean he just looks like and they talked about him and his oh, wife yeah. um Tracy Holland yeah they just they make each other laugh
0: you remember yeah. when he had that little uh, he tried to do a sitcom for like a year With him? after yeah.
1: he was so good in The Good Wife and Spin City and Spin in city, city and Rescue Me Yeah, you know, he's had he continued to have an acting career but, and um, his book is so great yeah. his memoir is so great He's good. Yeah, Imagine. but that Parkinson's is a bitch.
2: Yeah, it is. And yeah. he's had it long term yeah. mm-hmm. since he was 30 or mm-hmm. 40. One of those. Yeah. One big one. All right. Lizzo, Lizzo, Lizzo. this is the oh, hot looking show looking tomorrow night. Tomorrow. night I, was just,
1: I was just looking at the floor. There are some floor tickets okay. for $135 if you don't mind sitting by yourself. Oh, that's Like bad. row nine. That's not bad if you don't mind sitting mm-hmm. by yourself. There was uh, row one, seat four was $440. Oh, you know, but listen, if you wanted to be right up there, Absolutely. you know, you'd feel like you were dancing with Lizzo.
0: Yeah, you could do it. You know,
1: I i don't know. She is going to put on a great show.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. The reviews, she's been, she was just up in Toronto, I think. Yes. And yeah, the reviews are just
0: like, she is
1: crushing it. Extent. Plus, Lotto is opening. Oh, Lori. Big yeah, energy, big oh, energy. That's what she's do you think we're going to
0: get the remix or the original? Even though Mariah probably won't be there, maybe
1: she'll have someone there do it, and they can do an expanded thing. Because that's she. That is the song. That is Lizzo's fluffer song.
0: Oh gosh, you know
1: it. that'll be the last song Lotto yes. does. And I hope you know Lotto. Like I just think you know seven songs, girl. Just keep it to seven oh, songs, exactly. You know, exactly. Grant. I don't like. I don't like anything too long. Exactly. People want to get to the show, but you got to have time to buy the merch. Oh, I want to remind everybody of something.
2: Um Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine, Steph March, you know, is the food editor. Um they are having their restaurant week this yes. week. So you can get excellent deals on um and do taste testing at restaurants that you might not go to before two and three course meals at fixed prices. So yeah. go to mspmag.com for more information on
1: that cuz that people love that. I want to go to the Pillbox Tavern. I feel like you went there. I have and you had Where a, is that? It's on like Wabash, Wabash or in St. Paul, what's, Wabash. Wabasha. Wabasha. What's, it okay. what's Wabash. Wabash. <laughs> Wabash.
2: What's it called again? The Tin Pill. I, I've been there. Why the Pillbox
1: Tavern. Pill? <laughs> the tin. Sometimes Wabash. she has ear dyslexia too. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you. No, hit. but you yeah. said you
2: called it the Wabash.
1: The, I meant to say oh, Wabasha. Oh, I had a hard
2: time finding that.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah.
2: Because it is located in between. It's where the old town square used to be. Yeah. Yeah. And it's located in between two streets. So it's tricky. It's tricky. Okay. And that they have great hamburgers. Yeah. Remember I did the um, the
1: fish fry. The fish fry. They yeah. have a great
2: Friday fish fry. Fish fry. <laughs> See, yeah, the, all this whole well, conversation is making us have tongue twisters. You called it, wab- it is 400 Wabasha. Wabasha. Wabasha.
0: Wabash.
2: Wabash. <laughs> I was on, you know, it's lotto weird. time. And they were the only ones, I remember we were late night because no one stays open late anymore
1: downtown oh, st paul julia it's just don't even get me going don't thank even god get west going. 7th on uh, in st paul was hopping it's called treasure island center is the
2: name of the the, the building, building now Uh-huh. because yeah. you know they have the ice rink on the second floor yeah or that's probably cross street i don't know
1: but that's good okay so here is three words Or I'm going to say three words, and one of these words seems like it doesn't belong. Okay, okay, Madonna, Barney, Selena. Madonna,
2: because Barney and Selena, Selena's first job was Barney.
0: Okay, Grant, I would say um, I'm wrong. Selena does not be is not. Involved. I'm going with Selena too. Yeah,
1: no, all three of them belong together because Selena Gomez, her documentary that's going to be on, um, it's called, it's going to be on Apple. It's called Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me. It's directed by Alex Kashishian. There you go. Who directed Madonna in Truth or Dare 30 years ago. Epic, epic, you know, documentary about you know madonna though i only saw it once oh you did so it was so great so great just that yeah. is it. amazing yeah and so he's her filmmaker on this thing and apple released the full trailer and honestly um selena is pouring her heart out to everybody um and it's over a six-year period of time and she's being achingly honest
0: yes 100%. Yeah, 100%. Well, think of, I
1: mean, it's the trailer is posted. I don't know if you want to listen to it, if you get a chance I to d- look at it. I didn't get a chance. I'd listen to it. Okay, if it's let's fun. listen. Let's listen. Just be who you are, Selena.
2: No one cares about what you're doing. It's about who I am. Being okay with where I am. I am grateful to be alive
0: are we of my story. I'd Selena Gomez was diagnosed with lupus, depression, dreams and anxiety.
2: She had a mental breakdown. I feel Let like me make a promise. People look I am going to stop living like this. I just want the free show. How do I learn how to breathe my own breath
1: again? If anybody saw what I saw, they wouldn't have recognized her. In my whole life since I was a kid, I've been working.
0: It wouldn't be like super famous. But I do know that if I'm here, I have to use that for good. What's holding you back from doing it? That I'm not good enough. That's something that I felt a lot of growing up. In this life, you have to show people
2: empathy, have a chance to give people more than what you receive. What makes me happy is connection, and it helps me get out of my head.
1: Do you know who this is? <coughs> Yes, she's real. Mommy went to school with her. Clearly, I'm still here to use whatever I have to help someone else. So, I mean, and so that's the director. Is this Alex? And it looks really good. Oh, I yeah. mean, didn't she have a kidney transplant too with her
2: lupus? Yes, I and mean, she really yes. has had physical health and mental health yeah, stuff.
1: And at the same time, you know, there's a docu series that is exploring. The dark societal impact of Barney and Friends.
2: Oh, stop it! I'm not even kidding stop you. Stop it! And and Patrick
1: and I were going to talk about it stop on Friday it. because he was like, a, he was obsessed. I love it. Barney. It's a peacock documentary, and it's dramatically called "I Love You, You Hate Me," and it examines how the thick purple <laughs> dinosaur oh. ignited society's now pervasive attitude of loving to hate. Even though the creator of Barney wanted to have it be about love and all these other things, the show became a study in success breeding. Fervent haters. I. How, what were you? What were they hating?
2: I don't know. I, I don't loved know. Barney. It,
1: the, it, there was furious backlash, and oh. there was just. Uh, Barney came to birthday parties of
2: ours. Yeah, yeah. Barney. Barney. I'll never forget the knockoff Barney, my older brother, the one
1: you're married to. Did he have windbreakers with swishy no. pants so, or anything? So, oh God, because that's he, like he, what I think of back, when I think of Barney.
2: Back in the day of Canal Street, mm-hmm. when remember you've been
1: there? Yeah, yeah, it's it's back in the day back. where we oh, used and they to would get. DVD or the, the CDs it or was movies. VHS, the v- tapes. VHS tapes. Yes. And
2: so Casey comes home and he's got the small kids. You know, his kids are 10 years old than mine. And so um, he comes home with Barney and Barney's blue mm-hmm. instead of purple. <laughs> right. And so he was so excited because Barney was the rage. Yeah. Like, clean up song. We sang it all the time. I love yeah. you. No,
1: there's... I, there's He enjoyed, but it was it got it it went through the backlash, and by the time it went through the backlash, you didn't care. I didn't care anymore, right? Right.
2: And it's like um, Blues Clues, right? Steve from Blues Clues, which we used to watch, and then he had
1: some issues. Well, you know, I'm just saying it's you know (laughs) Selena, Selena, the Barney and me. I wonder Mm -hmm. if she'll say anything about like she how much. Well, she was it's child terrific. labor. Yeah. She was well, she child labor. She, she said,
0: that. said that I did not, I, I, you know, I've been working so much since I was a kid and I don't want to be famous anymore. Yeah.
2: She was child, her yeah. and um, the other one, Demi Lovato. They right. were both on that show.
1: Well, what about Miley? I mean, all these kids. Well, she Esther's, was older on Hannah Montana yes? a little okay. bit. These
2: kids were. We're like six, five yeah. and
1: six. Yeah. I think
2: Hannah Montana might have been 10. Yeah. You know, big deal. But still, you're right. I mean, such exposure.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't know how to break it to you about this docuseries coming
2: no, out. The, I love you. you I, hate me. I just, I never, but it's on Peacock, so oh, people
0: out.
1: have to check it out. Did you, you were too old oh, for I Barney. I was
0: too old, but I knew about it to the point where I'm, were
1: like, like, it would like be people, frat parties would burn Barney. You know, they would, like, throw him in the bonfire. He was good. Like, people would bring their stuff Barney's- Barney. was
2: Molly, my mom's dog's favorite stuffed yeah, animal. I yeah, mean, Barney yeah. has good memories in my but family. But Barney
1: went through a period of time where the kids who were, like, they were like, screw Barney, you know. I never heard it.
2: Yeah. Neither did I. <laughs> I never heard it. So anyway, It was so popular. I mean, that was the big thing. It was so popular. Yeah, I, I was, was able pub. to avoid it because yeah. I
1: didn't have kids. You didn't have kids at that time. Yeah. yeah. But I knew that song, and I remember thinking, I want to punch that dinosaur, but I didn't dare say it out loud. You really? couldn't. No, you couldn't say it. It would have been... You would have got Barney hate, and I, it wasn't worth getting in any kind of a... Because you really didn't care Michigan that much. Because I didn't care no. in the first place, but I thought, God, that Barney is annoying. That's what I thought. But the song
2: was the cleanup song, and so you'd get, it to
1: get right, your kids to right. clean
2: up, clean up the song, clean up. I mean, I used to... You listen, know, yeah.
1: His, I really... Listen, wow. Yeah, that's happening in the world on wow. Peacock. Where's the I hate love coming you from? Hate me. Where's all the hate? All right, listen, we come back. We're gonna um we're gonna Hollywood speak and we I wanna know if this is the perfect perfect response. We'll be right back. Okay, so the guy who shall not be named, who is married to Kim Kardashian, who's just been, you know, losing uh, you know, every ounce of sensibility in his head, he in this um Fox News interview yes. with Tucker Carlson yeah, yeah, yeah. went off on Lizzo. Yes, he did. By name. Yes, he did. As an example of, it doesn't even matter what he, he didn't make any sense. Nope. But he put Lizzo in the category of obese and black women and genocide. He used those four words yeah, Jeez. in a thought bubble. So Lizzo, you know, she's on the road. She was in Detroit and yep. then she was up in Canada. And over the weekend, she was at Scotiabank Arena. That's a great word to
0: say, Scotia. Scotia Bank.
1: Scotia. Um, and on Friday. And this is what she said. I feel like everybody in America got my mother bleeping name and their mother bleeping mouth for no b- mother bleeping reason. I'm minding my fat, black, beautiful business. Can I stay here and who can I marry? Darling. <laughs> like, didn't name anybody. And that was like, oh. I mean, this
2: person that we aren't talking about that mm-mm. did the interview that used to be is still married to Kim Kardashian. Yes, yes. Went on the anti-Semitic rage. Oh,
1: yeah, that too.
2: He he's the master of disaster. He is on a psychotic episode. Probably. and He needs it's it's he's banned from Twitter. He's banned from Instagram again. He literally. Um.
1: I feel sorry for his kids.
2: And for her.
0: I feel sorry for her. her.
1: And I feel sorry. Anybody
0: tied to him right now. I
1: feel in. I like how Lizzo responded to that.
2: Just, you know. And then he showed up in his White Lives Matters again at his daughter's basketball
1: game. He's just a pure a-hole also. He might be having a psychotic break, but he is an a-hole who's having one. Okay, he, so I he, mean, like he two really two things can be true at the same time, and his anti-Semitic stuff was so Oh, it's horrible. just horrible. And then he does it under
2: God, and, and that he black people are Jews. I mean, he just he really doesn't make
1: any sense.
0: Whoa, why? Oh no, no, he went off. He really uh, this person. Uh, yeah. That's enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's let's it. talk I about like you. He didn't say his name. That's let's the, talk okay. about your
1: friend Flicka. Yeah, okay. So Madonna. Oh, oh my that's gosh, her. Madonna. That's her. Madonna <laughs> showed up on TikTok or Instagram with. Her bleached eyebrows, her granny, granny corset, you yep. know, like circa nineteen forty <laughs> with yep. the real cone bra. Yeah, her big booty and these t- very big pajama pants, and she danced around with a pair of pink granny panties and said, "Oh, if I miss, she's I'm throwing gay, them into the, to garbage. the trash. Yep. If I miss, I'm gay." And so people are like, "Oh my God, Madonna's saying she's gay." And I'm like, "We have known that she's bisexual." since we've known her. Mm -hmm. I mean... I can't stand her. Oh,
2: I mean, I can't stand her (laughs) antics right now. I don't know why. (laughs) She's
1: driving me nuts. Okay, listen. Here's what I'm going to say. Why would she do this? I don't know, but I would like to remind everybody that Madonna was holding fundraisers for AIDS when other celebrities wouldn't even talk about gays for fear of losing their career. But, I mean, she has always been there and she just doesn't know who she is and she doesn't have but isn't a good friend to tell, to tell her, her. that truth. what is going on like need, nobody looks good in bleached eyebrows madonna what and get what in, in god's name are kim kardashian and all these people doing these things and i'm like you know what i guess i don't like about it it gives you a robotic look oh to you your look face, like an anime. You
2: look like anime. And I'm like,
1: why are we still even perpetuating that this is anything that anyone should aspire to? It seems ridiculous. You know, I I, in. You know,
2: Madonna's done a lot of great things, Larry. That's that's yeah, I know. That's all true. She she doesn't know
1: how to be a legend. Julia, this is all this is legend
2: training courses. We keep hearing there's courses on Taylor Swift's colleges. There's (laughs) there's there's all these different courses. There needs to be a course on how to be a legend. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I wish she would just be. But I mean, she can't. She's not comfortable. Something is up. Julia, she's got 10 year old twins. Can you But that doesn't make you
2: post all the time.
1: Well, I Julia, I, I don't know. I, had kids. I The last thing okay, I wanted to do the was Queen post something. Queen of Pop is sixty four years old. Okay, she's got a lot of children. She's gone the way of having a large, extended family of old and time. And I don't care if you have help or of you olden- have this or that, but you, it's emotional caring, you know, and really. I think she just kind of, like, I guess the only way she's getting through her kid years is acting like a big kid. And she's, you know, always wearing pajamas. She's wearing her mother's dress-up, you know, corset and bra. (laughs) So she's playing dress-up with her girl. I mean, I swear, maybe this is, maybe I've cracked the code. That she's just... She's playing with her daughters. And this is like, you know, like 10-year-old, let's dress up and be goofy. Yeah. Okay? What do you think, Grant? I don't think so.
0: No. No? All right. No.
1: Well, I don't know, but Madonna, I was worried you were going to fall backwards when you were tossing the underwear. (laughs) Because your booty, I don't know why you you put those in, but I think you should investigate taking them out. Okay, here's what I think. It doesn't seem healthy. I think I've
2: cracked the code. You think she's acting like a 10-year-old. Here's what I think. She spent... I think all of her life until maybe the last five to six years, eating a microbiotic diet, exercising nonstop, not having any you sun on her skin. You see the look on Julia's
1: face. She's just like, oh my God, the discipline. I and mean,
2: not having any sun on her skin, <laughs> dance, oh exercise, sing, guitar, yeah. travel, 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 work, 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 not eating. She didn't eat. Oh. She didn't eat for 30 years. That would make someone crazy. I think that's what it is. She's finally eating and enjoying life and drinking. And she never used to drink before. You see her drinking a lot in all these videos and everything. She never did any. She was Miss Control. Okay. And I think about six years ago, she just said... Enough of the control, and just has gone to the other
1: end. No, I think it was like she had like a knee injury or something. That was yeah, and kept her from doing a lot of stuff. And then she just kind of went in the other. And then of course menopause. Yeah, menopause. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean she really didn't eat. Oh, yeah. Let maybe the, you sun have cracked the relax. COVID. Oh my god. She didn't do anything for thirty years. Oh my God. You're painting such a
1: terrible <laughs> picture.
2: I feel like Madonna was having but fun. But you remember, no, she was so strict with her body. But maybe she liked. I think I think she liked it. I do too, but I feel like she's on the other end of it now what? thinking. Joie de vie. I do not care for a little while. And it feels
1: good. All right. Now, I'm going to read you a blind item and see if you can Hollywood speak who it is. Okay. Okay. This is about an A-lister who had the fairy tale she wanted where she would star in movies and television shows. And then one day she would be in those things with her daughter. And she could see a line of succession like tippy to Melanie, to Dakota. Instead, she has a daughter who would really rather be a boy and a screaming ex who blames the A-lister for the daughter wanting to be a boy. And Jennifer the daughter Lopez? also insists she will never do anything on camera for mom other than being suckered from time to time on paparazzi. So what does the A-lister do? She finds a man to marry who has age-appropriate daughters and is sure she can convince them. The problem is the daughters think of her as the wicked stepmother. As little to do with her as possible.
2: She want Esme to sing. Remember, she had Esme sing with her at the national Mm -hmm. anthem when she did the the Super Bowl. But do you
1: think that the the kids think that that she's the evil step? I don't. You don't. I don't. But why 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 is this? I mean, we know that this is about J Lo. Her daughter does want to be a boy. And yeah. we can see Mark Anthony yelling at Jennifer Lopez like somehow it's her when it's really, you know, it's it's Esme's
2: right. um
1: a choice. And um her feeling. So but I could see him, you know, Latin guy and you know, he always seemed like a hothead, but she kinda liked that. He probably spanked her a couple times and
2: he's too little He, she would have crushed him <laughs> julia anybody can fit over a lap i know but I anybody to can fit over a lap I to God. that's all I- okay
1: big I small mean, yeah, you know right. spanking is very utilitarian Laying everyone down, can do we're it we're all the same height oh, we can all do that honestly okay that's an
2: interesting blind item
1: isn't mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. okay uh tina brown um Oh, I can't even believe she said that. She, this, I mean, she said this. She's been a
2: royal writer forever.
1: Yes, 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 yes. yes. And um, she, she said... She worked for
2: Vanity Fair forever.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She had this to say about Megan and Archie. It's not very pleasant to be poor D-listers like Harry and Megan. <laughs> okay, I want to live the D-list, site. D-list. I went by their place in Montecito. They okay? want to move because... And, the, oh my and then gosh. the people
2: in the other neighborhood don't want him to move there because there's too much commotion. Why are the royal
1: people so... Um, the people who weigh in on it, why are they so... Why do Harry and Meghan have to be the villains? Why does someone always have to be the villain? I don't know. You know, Diana was a villain, you know. I think I... Uh, there's yep. always a villain that they... And I, I know that uh, what Harry would tell me would be... Because they have to throw stuff back and forth to the Royal Rhoda to keep other stuff out of the news about the royal family. And Prince Andrew, think of all the favors that think, have been called in. Think
2: of if I was your little sister, mm-hmm. and we grew up, and you were always going to be the princess, mm-hmm. and I was always going to be with you, yeah. and I ditched you.
1: Yeah. You'd be pissed. Yeah, but I would get it, too, at the yeah. same time. I would totally get it. I yeah. get it. Jeez, come on now.
2: That's everybody smoking
1: over there. In the U.K.?
2: brown is... What is she smoking? D-Listers. I kind of think it's funny, though. Oh, God.